0: Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. The topic of today's podcast is how to take care of yourself in a crisis. And before we get started, I want to remind you that I have something for you that has to do with self care and taking care of yourself. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about how to take care of yourself in a crisis. Because holy cow, friends, this is no joke what is going on right now. This kind of stress is truly unprecedented in our world and is happening to all of us at the same time. And because I love you all, I want to encourage you to make self-care a priority. This will give you the strength and peace and clarity of mind that you need to take care of yourself and your family during this stressful time. I discovered a formula for self-care in the Bible. Specifically, it's Mark 1230, where Jesus told us to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. So I feel like if we are called to love God with those four things, then we need to make sure that we take care of those four aspects of ourselves so that we can have the strength and peace and clarity and energy that we need to take care of the situation that is at hand. And so today I thought I'd just give you a couple of ideas in each of these four areas for self-care in hopes that maybe one of them will speak to you, or if not, that it gives you an idea for something else that you can do to take care of yourself. So let's start with your heart. This is an especially important time to take care of your emotional health and your heart. And there are a few great ways to do that. One really important thing is to try to maintain your connection with your friends and family during this time, because support from our loved ones is so important. It will help us to remember that we are all in this together, and so we need to stay connected so we can feel that. And I know this is difficult because we are all being separated physically, so let's ask ourselves, what can we do to connect virtually with our friends and family? Of course, we have the ability to text them or call them or maybe hop on a Zoom call or FaceTime them or Skype. We have a lot of different tools available to us. And so try to make this a regular part of your routine right now of deciding a couple of people a day to connect with so that you can have that feeling of love and connection in your heart. Consider it as something for you and your self-care, but also think of it as a gift to someone else, reaching out to someone else to let them know you're thinking about them and ask them how they're doing. So another great way to take care of your heart is to practice kindness. Kindness is scientifically proven to boost happiness, ease anxiety, and reduce stress. So as we know, there are a lot of people right now in our world who are experiencing some pretty extreme difficulties and who could benefit from a little kindness today. So maybe asking yourself, what can you do to spread kindness and love in your little corner of the world today? One of the great things about what's happening right now is I'm seeing online a lot of kindness, a lot of other people who are thinking about how they can help, maybe the first responders or the medical people, and of course the children who rely on school for their lunches. There's a lot of great things going on out there in our world, and so pick the passion that speaks to you of how you might wanna spread kindness in the world. Okay, so that will help you with your heart. And now let's move on to step two, taking care of your soul. So for me, this starts with God. We absolutely need to find peace in this situation and the best place is through God because our friends and our family can only do so much for us right now, right? They are stressed too. So this is a great time for us all to remember that God is the ultimate provider. So talk to him, listen to him, ask him to bring you comfort and peace. One great way to find that peace from God is by looking to his word there's so much scripture that gives us peace and comfort and tells us not to fear. And so I would urge you to pick up your Bible if you have one or look online or go online or in an app on your phone and find a devotional. There are even in there are even devotionals that are specifically for anxiety and stress that will help you cope with everything going on right now. And so just know that Well, what I think is, and I hope you would feel this too, is when I'm reading God's word and and praying prayers that are from God himself, I just feel like they're more powerful, right? Like I'm connecting to him with words that he wrote. And so that's a very peaceful thing for me. And so I did pick out one verse to share with you today. God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. And so I feel like in this crazy situation right now, it might seem like an earthquake, but there will be peace again. God is our refuge and strength. And just remember, earthquakes don't last forever and neither will the situation we are currently in. And so that's one great way to take care of your soul is to connect with God and check in with his word. And the third way that I would tell you is to do things that feel good to your soul. And that's kind of different for every one of us. So for some of us, it might be getting outside in nature or maybe singing or dancing or listening to music or doing art. Try to incorporate some soul care into your routine right now, and that will help bring you joy and help you feel better and more calm and more peaceful during this time. So step three is to take care of your mind our minds are working overtime right now with worry and trying to figure out the logistics of life for the next few weeks. Friends, if we do not work to take care of our mind, we will feel more stressed. And a downside of that, I don't know about you, but for me, when I am stressed, sometimes I say or do things that I later regret. And so it's important to try to manage our mind and our stress and stay positive so that we can stay calm And be the women that we want to be. And so I know that you might be spending a lot of time right now reading the news or social media. And I would just encourage you to consume what you need, but then walk away from it for a while. Set a limit on time or articles and check back later. Because too much of this information is overwhelming and not good for us. And it's causing the increase in anxiety. Makes it worse. And so... In the time that you're not doing that, the time that you'll save by not staying on there too long, I would encourage you to take the time to journal your emotions and your thoughts and get them out of your head. Otherwise, they can just be so overwhelming. And yes, the answer is yes. It is truly important that you actually write these things down. Taking the time to physically write down your thoughts and your emotions slows down your mind and gives you a chance to connect. And it deepens the impact that this little, it's like your own little therapy session. It really deepens the impact of it for you because it, believe it or not, it helps remove like mental blocks that you might be having without realizing it. When you slow down to write things down, you will get more clarity. It's a wo- really wonderful thing. And also, it's not just me saying this studies show that regular journaling helps people be healthier, sleep better, and have increased self-confidence and mental health. And so one thing that people say to me sometimes is I don't know what to journal. I sit down with a blank page and I don't know what to do. And so I have a little process that I teach my clients and you can do it in like five minutes. We're not talking tons of time here. So step one, write down everything that's on your mind, all of the thoughts that you're having and the feelings that you're having and the fears that you're having and the worries about everything that's going on, just write it down and get it out. And this in and of itself is gonna feel good just to get it out and write it down. And it just also honors the thoughts and emotions that you're having. So the next thing I want you to do, once you get that all out, is write down everything that you are grateful for, even in the midst of this crisis. Are you having a little more downtime? Are you able to spend a little more time with your children? Get a little bit of an insight into their schoolwork? Are you finding more time for prayer? Are you enjoying watching the community come together and care of those in need? Look for whatever good you can find. I have so many examples of this. It's just one that's on my mind is that my husband is cooking even more than normal and it is so delicious. I love it, so that is something that I'm totally grateful for. And I'm sure that you have things that are happening within your homes right now that you can be grateful for too, to look for everything that you can find. Also, this practice of gratitude is scientifically proven to help rewire your brain to make you feel happier. So I'm not just telling you to do this for no good reason, it's proven. Okay, so then moving on to the next step, after you write your gratitude, I want you to write an intention for how you want to feel, and you want to write it in the present tense as if it already exists. For example, I am peaceful. I am joyful. I am vibrant. I am grateful. Do you see how positive that feels? Like even just thinking about it? It's like, yes, I am joyful. I am grateful. Even in the midst of all of this, right? So then once you have this little statement of intention then I want you to go into your day looking for evidence of how you're joyful, how you're grateful, how you're peaceful, how you're vibrant. So this will make a very big difference in what you see in your day because when we're focused on all of the things that are wrong, we continue to see all of the things that are wrong. But when we focus on what is right And all of the things that are right, then we will see more of those things that are right. Okay? This is a super powerful journaling exercise, and I totally hope that you're gonna do this. Okay, step four is taking care of our body, right? Our strength. That's the strength part. So the first step here is maybe to try to get back to like your basics with this. Like, we know that we need to eat a little better drink a little better, more water usually, right? Sleep a little more, get a little more exercise. And I know that especially kind of in the beginning here, we might have all thrown out our good eating habits out the window because of the stress. But the thing is, this is only gonna make us feel worse, right? Because now we're getting away from our healthy eating habits and junk food does us no good, right? We all need to try to eat healthy food, drink plenty of water, get lots of sleep, and at least a little bit of exercise. And so I know that you know this, right? But you still might be finding them hard to do. And so I thought I would give you a couple of tips. I've heard from people, like if you're finding the trouble, like finding the energy to prepare healthy meals or eat healthy, I mean, maybe for the meantime, you make some fruit smoothies or have a protein bar. You know, those are things that, are on a healthier side and they're simple and fast and they're going to help lift your mood whereas eating junk food just only brings you lower down and so maybe look for some shortcuts in the short term if you need to right and so the next step is about you drinking water I'm sure you know we should all be drinking about half of our body weight in ounces of water and so I struggle with this a lot of the time you guys and so I tried different tricks like Maybe putting in a different kind of a glass or a different kind of a water bottle or drinking sparkling water, putting in lemon or other flavors, you know, whatever it takes. And so do what you need to do. Get creative with trying to get enough water in because that's going to make a very big difference on your stress level, literally just having the right amount of water in your body. Okay. And so then exercise. If you need a little bit of help on exercise, you know, there's no need to go crazy. I know a lot of people normally go to a gym and that's not necessarily an option right now. So what can you do at home? Maybe it's just a walk or maybe it's just playing with your kids outside or even inside if they're really little. And also in this day and age, you know, there's so many online workouts and so many of them are free. I mean, you can pay for some, but I think there's tons of free stuff out there on, um, on YouTube. And so even if you can't get to the gym, try and get a little workout in. set a small goal and include your kids if you need to, because right now they could probably use a little exercise too. Right. And so, um, I think I'll stop here for today with the tips because we're getting close to 15 minutes. I just, I know that this, there are many more ideas that you might have and that also this might be easier said than done. And so I'm here for you. Reach out to me if you have any questions or if you need any help. Um, Just please know we are not alone. We're all in this together and that truly the time that you will invest in trying to take care of yourself is going to help you get through this situation so much better and be just really be able to be there for your family and help guide them through this because they are they are looking to you and it's important that they remember this time Well I would say it's important but I would say for me it's important I want my kids to remember this time as yes challenging but mom and dad were sane and stable and they guided us through it and so these are some of the things that help me do that. And I hope that they help you too. So remember to download your free guide to guilt-free self-care. And if you want something positive on Facebook, uh, join us in the Life Designed community. Thank you so much, my friends. I will see you next week. Take care.